Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Mile End, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? As we move out of the month of February into March, the sun has moved into the heart of Pisces, a sign that is strongly associated with love. I've loved many things in my life. I've loved some women. Some of them have loved me back. Overall, more women have loved me than I have loved back, but I was always pretty selective in that department, and I was never a guy to use women. If my attention was uh, attraction, attention, you know, was, was casual, then interest had to be casual on both sides, on the other side too, or, or I would not move forward with anything. And then sometimes, you know, there was mutual attraction, but she was with someone else. And there again, I would not move forward with anything. That's more of a spiritual thing for me, I think. You know, falling in line to do no harm. Um, I've loved some pets in my life, mostly dogs. Dudes, <laughs> the dudes now for sure. Um, you could easily say I love most dogs. You can hear them in the background. <laughs> uh, I've always loved reading, writing too. Though procrastination and focus be, can be a challenge there. I'm good once I get in a groove, but getting in that groove can be tricky. I used to love drugs, using them. That never served me well. Same for scotch whiskey. I love friends, music. I love pr pralines, a little too much, and I make a mean batch. But one of the things I've loved most in this life is astrology. To this day, I love looking at the planets, considering where they've been, where they are now, where they are headed, and what energies they will make available to us all as they move forward. My love affair with astrology began when I was a young teen, fresh out of the hospital after an extended stay due to being seriously maimed in an explosion at school, an act of... Uh, yeah, group bullying in science class by one goof and one sociopath. Uh, probably guess which one was in charge. Um, I was just minding my own business, standing at my work table, and boom! Pain like I never felt before, and I've never felt again. I got pumped full of morphine after a, you know, a, a screaming, swerving ambulance ride that seemed to take forever, though I was also drifting out in, uh, in and out of consciousness. And I can remember... Uh, you know, the doors at the back of the ambulance uh, bursting open and the nurses and doctors rushing toward me to reel, wheel me into emergency. I remember that. Uh, a dozen operations and almost a year later in care, all told. Uh, you know, uh, that was a total odyssey. Uh, thank goodness for a strong public health care system back then. You know, I, I can only imagine the burden it would have put on my family were that not the case. During my time in the hospital, I was introduced to a female astrologer from Great Britain who accompanied her reporter friend who was doing a follow-up story for one of the local newspapers. The astrologer asked if she could do my chart, and uh, I said yes, and she came back to see me with her beautiful hand-drawn drawing rendering uh, of my chart and, uh, and some verbal explanations. I found it interesting. I enjoyed her visit. The fact that she was quite pretty certainly didn't hurt. In fact, I think it may have left me with a weakness for pretty women with English accents. Um, out, of hos out of the hospital and back in high school, uh, as, you know, again, as a very young teen, uh, I found Wicca, 
Magic, Tarot Cards, Glamrock, Lou Reed, David Bowie, Alice Cooper, Mark Bolin albums, really, <laughs> were, were go-tos in my collection at that point. And, uh, and I found a deeper fascination with astrology. I also found drugs at the first rock concert I attended as a young teen in May of 1973. And that was, that was an epic night, but you know, it, it certainly uh, brought me to some difficult places over the course of my life and caused me to live a less than life while I was, uh, you know, while I was moving through that time of my life. It's interesting, you know, the astrologer told me that the second part of my life would be better than the first and she was bang on there. Um, there was, you know, it was a long path to get to that second part, which is now this part. Um, and, you know, me as an astrologer during that second part, how prophetic. Astrology always resonated with me. It always made sense to me, much more than the Anglican religion I was born into. Uh, Anglicanism, you know, Anglican religion is basically Catholicism plus divorce. You know, Henry decided he didn't want to be married to Catherine of Spain anymore, so he dialed up the Pope, but the Pope was tight with the King of Spain, and so he said no, so Henry said, fine, screw you, I'll create, I'll risk, I'll risk eternal damnation and create my own religion. Then he marries Anne and cuts off her head a year later, which I gotta say the big loser in that whole equation was was, was without doubt, doubt poor Anne. Um, and then, of course, four other princesses of Europe, uh, you know, married uh, Henry, but that's, that's a whole other story. Um, I struggled with religion, you know, in the sense, you know, I saw a lot of, uh, a lot of pain and suffering that it caused, uh, torture, burning witches at stakes and torturing people, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, there was no real evidence of this God. The planets, however, they were out there. You could actually see them. And, you know, beyond that, astrology appealed to the analytical uh, nature of my brain. You know, the Aquarian air in my chart. I'm, and I also like structure and order. And, I, you know, again, the Earth in my chart, the, my Mercury cap, my Mars, Taurus. And, and certainly, you know, uh, there's a structure and an order uh, in astrology. Later in life, the idea of a higher power was introduced to me, and I went to, you know, what was already present in my life, energy and astrology. The planets act as individual agents in astrology, but are also part of the whole, which I call the universe, the spiritual universe. The planets are present in my life every day, and their energies contribute to my understanding of life and my well-being in life. Each morning I open my astrology uh, program and look at the transits of the new day. Each morning I express gratitude for all that is good in my life, and I give thanks for the life-giving energy of the sun. And each night I reflect on the moon and think of the planets as they move through the inky starlight canopy of the nighttime sky. Appreciating which each individual contributes to the whole, to the interconnected energy field. In that respect, the celestial sky is not much difference from the, different from the neighborhood and community I live in, or the one you live in, too. Thoughts and energies out to the universe today for the innocent people of Ukraine being brutalized and terrorized by Putin's imperialist armies. 
It has been a year now since uh, Vlad the Impaler launched his war of aggression against Ukraine and uh, you know your, the West at large. Something that it's quite clear he's been planning for years. You know, without doubt, he wants to be a modern, you know, Ivan the Terrible or Emperor Peter or Empress Catherine and create a new Russian empire, you know, just like the one that fell when communism and finally and inevitably inevitably collapsed. Um, it's not a sustainable system. Uh, recent en- en- estimates would put total casualties, reasonable estimates would put total casualties at 250,000 people killed on both sides over the 12 months of Putin's invasion of Ukraine. Of course, this is a war that the Russian people don't want either. And is a pra- you know, perhaps a war that can only end with the demise of Putin. Now, Putin cannot win this war. Um, though he might have done better had his puppet Donald Trump either won the last election or been successful in his treasonous attempt to overthrow the legally elected Biden government. Here's hoping that, you know, the shift in energy coming uh, as plan- as a big, you know, the big planet uh, uh, movements occur in the coming months can bring resol- help bring resolution, different energy and you know, solve the Putin problem the world has. There was a, you know, there was a calm world order for 30 years after the collapse of, uh, of communism and, uh, and the Soviet empire and uh, Putin upset it. And we're all dealing with the consequences in our day-to-day, you know, inflation, higher prices, you know, at your grocery store. That's all on, that's on, that's all on our pal Vlad. Thoughts again, uh, ongoing, of course, for uh, the brave women uh, of Italy, uh, of, you know, um, Iran, um, uh, fighting, you know, to be free from the murderous violence of the so-called morality police there. Um Thoughts today for, you know, in every day for all those in other places of the world also suffering and struggling to live in wartime conditions in their homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile neighboring countries, uh, civil war or terrorist insurgency. insurgency. Uh, you, know, got, you know, people in South America, people in the Middle East, um, got to find a resolution uh, for the situation in Israel and the Palestinians. Um, got people all across the continent of Africa dealing with wartime conditions. Thoughts and energies for the young girls and women at risk and suffering because they were denied abortion health care uh, rights uh, by the religious fanatics and the appointed to the Supreme Court by the <laughs> former President of the United States. Thoughts and energies for victims of gun violence. Thoughts and energies finally for our beautiful home, the planet Earth, that she may receive the help, new clean energy technologies, and the necessary worldwide low birth rates and changes of policy uh, that are required to uh, get her to a healthy state again. Before we set the table for the upcoming week with planetary activity for the next seven days, let's bring things back to basics. This is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there just doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It's a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create an operator's manual for yourself. 
So there's that, and then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you, and we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets in the zodiac on your natal chart. This is why I suggest you have your own natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast. Okay, on to the astrology for the week of Monday, February 27th to Sunday, March 5th. Weekly moon cycle. Now, this is important information for everyone and that the moon provides an emotional experience template for us every 28 or so days. Um, and it's also important for those people who are practicing magic, spellcasting, and, and a spiritual energy work overall. The moon is in its waxing phase this week. This uh, phase is good for attracting, initiating, and developing energy work and spells. The moon is going to transit from the air of Gemini to the water of Cancer to the fire of Leo to the earth of Virgo this week. Oh, take a look at your natal chart and see where those four signs are. See what planets you have in those signs. How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart um, can give you a good uh, indication, idea of uh, which areas of life will be highlighted for you, uh, for better or worse, in the coming days. Uh, now to the inner planets. Uh, the sun starts the week at 8 degrees Pisces. It finishes up at 14 degrees Pisces. So, you know, into uh, Decan 2, uh, we've got Mercury at 24 degrees Aquarius, and it's going to change signs into 4 degrees Pisces. Um, we've got uh, Venus at 28 degrees Aries. It's going to move into 16 degrees Aries. Um, we've got Mars at 18 degrees Gemini. It's going to move to 21 degrees Gemini. Um, so basically, interplanet energy, uh, Mercury is going to finish up the week um, aligned with the sun. So our thoughts, our, our inter, uh, you know, our mental processes are aligned with Pis the Piscean energy of the sun. Um, so you want to take a look at your natal chart and see where those signs are. Uh, Aries, Gemini, Pisces, Aquarius, and via the house rulerships, um, you're going to be able to see which areas of life are going to be affected uh, for you. Uh, most uh, over the next seven days uh, by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets. Now for the more constant planetary energy um, of the middle and outer planets, as well as some of the slow transiting elements of astrology, we've got uh, Jupiter bringing us positive expansive energy and, you know, and has us all believing in the possible at 14 degrees Aries. Uh, I love this transit of Jupiter through Aries, um, which goes uh, until into May. Um, Saturn is bringing discipline and structure and delivering consequences for those deserving of them at, uh, or, or the teaching lessons you need to learn at 29 degrees Aquarius, uh, preparing to move into Pisces, um, um, next week, Uranus is sparking change at 15 degrees Taurus. Neptune is deepening consciousness at 24 degrees Pisces. Uh, Pluto is forging and facilitating transformation and acting as an agent of acting as an agent of change at 20 degrees, 29 degrees Capricorn. It also is going to make a move in March. It's going to move into Aquarius. Have a little exploratory kind of foray there for three months and then finish up the deconstruction work it's, uh, it's been doing in Capricorn, uh, during this transit. Um, Chiron the Healer is facilitating, well, healing at 14 degrees Aries. Black Moon Lilith is stirring energies of seduction, opening magical channels, and enabling empowerment at 6 degrees Leo. The North Node is at 5 degrees Taurus, the South at 5 degrees Scorpio, so the karmic axis runs low to high from Scorpio to Taurus at that degree point. Take a look at your natal chart and see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are brewing there. 
Um, now, let's put all this together and see what the astrological energy of the coming week looks like, um, day by day, harmony or discord. The week starts off with the awkward energy that is the product of a water sun and any water sun and a moon in Gemini. These things just don't go together. Um, things can feel frenetic and you can find yourself more easily agitated under these energies. And it's really going to go for all signs. Um, simply stopping to take a breath during interactions or in self-focused moments with yourself can prove helpful Monday, Tuesday. You know, the past is the past and everybody's past has cringe moments. Um, now is what's important. And then tomorrow as well. So focus your mind and energies on what you can create in present and future spaces and relations. Tuesday, lunar and solar energies align when the moon moves into Cancer at 9.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Things should feel smoother midweek and interpersonal relations should proceed more smoothly. With strong water element influence in the cosmic energy mix, your focus will be on finding emotional comfort and security, on love relationships, on friendships, and on home and family. Intuition will be strong now. If the high priestess shows up in your daily tarot meditation, definitely pay attention to what your inner self is telling you. Dreams and art will also be important now, particularly in helping you understand and process things that you are going through or have been through. The moon will transit Cancer until Friday morning. Wednesday, the new moon, the new month, new moon's next week, <laughs> full moon's next week, actually. Um, the new month begins with one of the most glorious astrological aspects of all, a Venus-Jupiter conjunction. Together, they are known as the greater and lesser benefic, so get out and create, procreate, recreate, fall in love. This Venus-Jupiter conjunction in Aries is pure passion and pure magic. Wednesday is without doubt the best date night of the year. So you should really consider taking advantage of, you know, these energies that are available now. Um, Venus and Jupiter, of course, will bring desire for fun and adventure to Thursday's cosmic mix as well. It's a This conjunction is tight for two days. On Thursday, Mercury in Aquarius will be conjunct Saturn in Aquarius just at the you know, final degree of uh, Aquarius. And this planetary conjunction brings strong mental focus, which you can apply to clearing your desk or moving projects forward. For people who have natal planets in discord with this aspect, you know, it's going to, it might be helpful to, you know, prioritize uh, your your own personal mental health uh, and well-being practices, coping mechanisms, etc., Mercury meeting Saturn in Aquarius can certainly inspire altruism, and as such, Thursday can be a perfect day to devote some energy toward helping others. Um, sometimes, you know, when we're in our own stuff, helping helping others can help us help ourselves. The inner planets are quiet the rest of the week, uh, you know, with the exception of the Mercury shift into uh, Pisces, but they're not forming any major aspects with other planets. Um We have a conjunction coming up, uh, Chiron in Aries, um, but that's you know that's that's exact Friday and Friday of course at ten sixty ten sixteen a.m. Eastern Standard Time the Moon transits into Leo, and you know 
with a Pisces sun, everybody's in show business. Everybody's a star. Get out and have some fun with this energy in whichever way feels right to you. Now, with the Venus uh, uh, conjunction in Aries, uh, conjunction with Chiron in Aries, um, you know, this can also, this combined with the Pisces-Leo energies can spark drama in emotionally fraught situations, which can lead to conflict. So perhaps steering clear of those type situations, if at all possible, over the next three days until the moon moves into Virgo would be your best course of action. Um, Saturday, the Pisces Leo Mardi Gras continues. So enjoy the show and participate as you wish. Uh, now remember, excess is another way these plan these you know planetary energies, when combined, can manifest. So be care you know take care not to go too far or to consume too much. Sunday at ten thirty nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Moon shifts into Virgo, uh, bringing a grounded Earth energy, which should be a, you know have a welcome calming effect overnight into Monday. And of course, Earth and you know Earth and Water are aligned. These elements, you know, both are security seeking in their different ways, and and so they are in harmony, just as air and fire are in harmony. So, um. So that's, you know, that's a nice way to cap up the week off off what could be, you know, a pretty interesting but intense weekend. Uh, For daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram at Duncan Dillamontang. You'll find one posted most days in the story section on my Instagram. I also post astrology reports in the blog on my website. You can find a link for all my stuff in my bio on Instagram. That's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you all well. I'll be back next week with another uh, episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to others and be good to yourself. Thank you.